on today's episode of the Bolts broadcast. The Bolts will be represented in this year's World Championship. Stay tuned. Season 4, Episode 59 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw with you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Sunday afternoon? I'm chilling. I've uh, been a long, exhausting, lack of sleep weekend for me, but today's not too bad. Um, you know, don't have much on the schedule other than this. Going to my my cousin's going to ha- have a burger. Um, you know, just ni- nice weather out today, so... Can do a little bit of grilling. Sounds pretty good. So it, it, not not too bad. Um, it's a good recovery day over the weekend. Um, how about you? Uh, weekend has been the exact opposite of yours. It's been very slow, and um, it, it's it's just been interesting because down here, uh, if you aren't drinking, then you're not really doing anything. And uh, well, if you've listened to the last couple of shows, you know that I'm I'm trying to wane off the alcohol just a smidge, um, <clears throat> but been a nice couple of days except today is very muggy because it's it's rained earlier today and then rain is supposed to be coming through here as well and as you can tell I've got pepper stuck in my throat I had soup today and some black pepper stuck in my throat and my nose it's kind of just a mess in my immune system right now but uh we'll be through we'll be we'll be getting through it that's for sure I can't just like eat soup like on its own if I have soup it's like part of you know like, like you know if, if you get a you know meal at like a restaurant and it's like super salad and i get a soup they're like sure that's fine or if i'm you know if, if i'm getting some nice sesame chicken and i get some wonton soup i agree I, I can do that but to just like be at home and, and eat soup I just, I just can't do it it just doesn't do anything for me yeah not a huge soup guy unless it's like a like a creamy chunky type of soup um today i just had some chicken noodle soup because uh very very uh, good when it comes to like the health side of things, calories, very low and, uh, got some antioxidants and stuff and we're getting wind stop tonight. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to, you know, go crazy during the day. And you know how that goes when you got something planned for later, you got to really watch what you're doing earlier on in the day. And, uh, that's exactly why I went with the chicken noodle soup. No, that's, that's good. That, that makes sense. And by the way, Mike, I tried those Yasso bars that, that you were mentioning. Freaking insane. Um, yeah, they're, they're really good. Hey, got the mint chocolate. We also got the um, Heath ones. I didn't try the Heath ones yet, but did try the mint chocolate chip. It was, it was pretty good. Dude, I already finished the, um, the peanut butter chocolate ones or whatever. I've got the mint chocolate chip sandwiches left. Those are okay. It, the bars are exactly uh, the way to go if you're going to look for that. But yeah. Um, you know, I'll get through the sandwiches, then I'll go find those Heath ones because I didn't see them. But that sounds freaking fantastic because you know I'm a huge. I know that's guy. right up your alley. Yeah, yeah, huge. All right. Well, today on the Bolts broadcast, uh, unfortunately, not too much to talk about when it comes to the boys specifically. However, we do have to talk about an extension as well as we've got one of our players heading to the World Championships. Yeah, I'm, I'm, am I just jumping into this, or was there more leading into that? Uh, no, go ahead. Oh, okay, perfect. So, uh, first order of business, uh, Michael Eastmont signed a, a two-year extension, two-year one-way deal. Um, 
he is locking, I believe it is just under a million dollars each year. Um, I don't have the number right for me. I apologize, but um, you know, he, he came in in the season was having a, a you know, a nice year with uh, between Winnipeg and San Jose wasn't, you know, dominating offensively, but analytically he, and up and you know in his opportunities he had he put up good numbers like offensively um he, he drove some offense and he was very strong defensively well just a really good kind of depth to a player and I, I thought I did a pretty good job all said and done when he came over with us again he wasn't wasn't asked to do a ton asked to play his role would have been nice if he scored a little more sure but I, I know I did think that he played his role pretty well overall so when that's not going to be too expensive of a, of a contract and you know I, I think there's an opportunity where next year maybe he can even take a little more bit more of a leap. You know, he's 26. He'll be turning 27 in September. I don't expect him to be, you know, like a, like a 40, 50 point guy by any means, but kind of solidify himself more as a, as that full time, you know, third, fourth, fourth line type guy. I, I can see that happening. So I, I like the signing, especially since it's, you know, nothing expensive. Yeah. Official numbers on that one, two years, 1.6 million over the course of those two years. And He's a little underrated uh, of a player. Not much action when it came to the regular season or the postseason, but he did get in three games against the Toronto Maple Leafs and scored two points. So a nice little showing from him in the playoffs. So who knows? Maybe he does take that leap next year. Yeah, it'd be cool. And again, not a not a 40, 50 point guy, maybe not even 30, but to be a 25 point guy and not be um you know someone that that causes you any issues when you're on the ice like he's not gonna be taking stupid penalties like you know he, he like he takes penalties he, he's not afraid to you know do what he's got to do but he's not going to consistently be you know like 100 penalty minute guy costing your team um he's not going to be a detriment defensively he's not gonna be a fiend offensively he's just a nice kind of kind of change of pace to make sure your your top guys get rested. Um, it's going to be relatively low event, but when the events do come, it'll it'll most likely be on the positive side. And then um, kind of replace that with your stars. They come out refreshed, good to go. Exactly. And if you haven't listened to our episode last, uh, or at least our last show, we talked a little season in review for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And our breakout star was old Nick Perbix. He is headed to the World Championships. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see. Um, it, it's a fun event. When you look at the Canadian and the American teams, yeah, you're, you're getting NHLers and stuff, but sometimes you get some college guys, sometimes you'll get some American leaguers, sometimes you'll get some European uh, pro league guys. And it, it's obviously not the best rosters. You know, you'll have some guys coming through a long season. Uh, their team's limited from playoffs. They just want to want to rest up, and that's fair enough. Whereas you look at these European teams, they go out and get the best players that they can get more often than not. Because the world championships are a pretty big deal in Europe, believe it or not. Um, you know, to us over here, it's not really watched a ton by the you know by the diehard hockey fans. Yeah, they tune in, but um, if you know if you go look at these events like when they're played in those European countries and the you know the host teams playing, like they they sell out. The these European fans love the world championships. Um, it, it's a super cool event for them. So those European teams are usually built pretty well, but still, this American team with Nick Perbix. Pretty good overall roster, uh, predominantly college hockey players. I think the only major junior player was Connor Garland. Um, the rest are all all NCAA college hockey guys, um, primarily young with basically the exception of Nick Benino. He, he's the only older guy in the roster, but we'll, we'll see what they do. Um, I'm assuming Perbix will play a pretty solid role and don't really expect too many other guys from Tampa to be playing in this. 
you know, especially all these guys that have been here for the last, you know, three, four years, it's been a lot of hockey that's been played. They're going to want to rest up. Um, they're going to take that opportunity, you know, season ended earlier than they wanted, but it's all right because they can rest up and they're not going to go kind of burn their legs, hurt themselves potentially more at the world championships. And with a lot of talk about Perbix over the last couple of episodes, a little fun fact from Minnesota. However, the first name isn't Nicholas, but rather Niklaus, which I thought was quite interesting. You know, obviously if you go on NHL.com, it just says Nick everywhere you look, it just says Nick, but the full name is actually Niklaus. That's exciting. Yeah, not bad, eh? All right. Yeah. Well, let's head to a little uh, look at the rest of the league, look at the playoffs. Um, we go back to Thursday, and we see old little brother gets another one off of Toronto Maple Leafs. They're currently up 2 nothing, heading back to Florida. Man, Toronto can't be feeling good right now. No, I... Good and honestly, because um, I, I I'm not rooting for Toronto. They they knocked us out, uh, and their fans are annoying, angry. Um, they like they're angering, I should say. So definitely feeling tough. Um, it is yeah, as you said, two nothing series. I think Florida's looked pretty good in this overall. And since they are heading to Florida, uh, we did see in our series that the away team had a lot of success, and they kind of have had in general through a lot of this playoffs. But that might change here a little more um, in in the second round. So. We'll, we'll see what happens in Florida. I I don't want to predict that they're going to win the series because, you know, I, I, just, I didn't even think they are getting out of the first round. So I th- kind of felt like they used all their magic against Boston. But, hell, if they get out of this series, may, maybe they're the team from the East that's going. I, I surely hope not. I think whoever is coming out of this one, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, we already talked about Devils, Hurricanes. Those are the two teams that I'm pulling for at this point. Um, six... Uh, a two nothing lead and a six, three record for the Panthers is quite shocking up to this point. So uh, I'd be very interested to see what the Maple Leafs can do over here in sunshine. But then you look the stars, they take their first game against the Kraken. That series is one, one now Uh, a good game from Ottinger as the stars uh, tied it up there. Yeah. uh, I I, I still don't know how to feel in this one either. Cause I really want both of these teams to kind of, Kind of make their way through. Like, it'd be awesome to see Dallas, who I've I've had a you know a lot of sport for the last few years, but Seattle second year in the league, cool branding. Um, so don't really know who I'm pulling for, but it has been a pretty good series overall. Um, you know, been, been some entertaining games played. They're going to be going tonight at 9:30, so we'll kind of see who comes out on top of that one. Uh, Seattle will be hosting that one, so you know they, they got that overtime win back in game one, and then a little little more decisive of a win for Dallas in game two, a little better offensively. Uh, as you said, Andre played well, so. Going into game three, um, should be a pretty fun game. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, this will be the one of the three games today that I'm looking forward to tuning into the most. Um, you know, as we'll talk about the other one, one of the other series that's playing today in a few, um, they've been a little disappointing to me. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this uh, Dallas-Seattle game. Yeah, and then Friday and Saturday delivered two blowouts. Uh, one, you were just referring to the Hurricanes, a 6-1 victory over the Devils. And then Saturday, we saw the Oilers get a tally on the board against the Golden Knights. Now five to one victory. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a shame. I, I'm really rooting for New Jersey um, as the team in that series, but it's it's kind of it, it, here's the bright side about it. It's kind of started like they did in like against New York, where mm-hmm. things just aren't really going their way. They're getting kind of worked, and then you know, just unlike New York, they only scored one goal in game two. So maybe that's a sign that they're going to come back and and rebound hard. But they're really just not looking super strong. Um, you know, just just a couple tough games. So I I hope they can figure it out, but 
we'll kind of see. And then, as you mentioned, Edmonton had a had a good 5-1 uh, win last night. Leon Dreisaitl still is just absolutely destroying these playoffs. Um, you know, he, he obviously had that four-goal game in game one. Um, he had two more goals in this one as well. Um, he's just kind of rolling through this right now. Currently sitting at 13 goals through these playoffs so far, which is just just in- incredible. He's he's going on a hell of a run. It's a ton of fun to watch. And, you know, he's really made this series interesting. Yeah, and McDavid only five. So who really is the best player on that team? Let's be honest. Yeah, you know, you know, that's, that's a great argument. And I have a, I did hear someone legitimately say to me yesterday that, Oh, I think Leon Dreisaitl is better than Connor McDavid. It's like, no, okay, okay, let's 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 stop here. Let's stop here. Was it John Dowell? Because that seems like a him thing. It was not. It was it was it was a player that that I have. Ah, okay. Well, uh, seems yeah. like he lacks judgment. Maybe uh, maybe uh, put him on the bench. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's not not a bad idea. And then we got three games tonight. Chase mentioned. Uh, a few of them, one going on right now, that being Carolina and New Jersey. Uh, Ooh. What? What's that? New Jersey, New Jersey scored. The uh, last time, they, they scored like the last minute from when I last checked. Uh-oh. Um, so we'll see what happens with those three games. And I just got to say real quick before we head to our commercial break, uh, it is incredibly annoying. And I've voiced this once already since the playoffs have started. But when the NHL decides to take a – Beautiful round two in which you have two games every single night and then decides to go, oh, you know what? Actually, let's do a Friday night one gamer. Let's do a Saturday night one gamer. And then Sunday, let's do three. Stop it. Get some help. So part part of it, I think what they're trying to do is because if you look at the Monday game, it starts at 830 um, in, in Edmonton. And the draft lottery is at eight, if I'm not mistaken. So I, th- I think they're trying to schedule this to make sure that people tune into the draft lottery, um, which I, I, I guess good on them for doing something somewhat logical in that aspect. But to focus it around a half an hour show, huh, like it's kind, kind of dumb. Like you can just do the show earlier on in the day. So to, to do it that way, a little bit stupid. But I, I'd have to guess that that's a theory. But I, I 100% same boat as you. Just spread it out a little more. Two games a day gives me consistent hockey to watch, please. Yeah, and I, you think that they'd be doing the Monday thing for the Friday and Saturday games too? Like, oh, one game Friday and one game Saturday because we got the draft lottery Monday? Or you think they were thinking Kentucky Derby or stuff like that? I, the Kentucky Derby could have played a part in it. Like that, that, That's true, but like to put everything on hold for a two-minute race, like, come on. Yeah, I don't know. Dumb, dumb, dumb from the NHL. And uh, we've... Voice our grievances about that already, and now we do it again. Well, let's voice our uh, pleasures. I, I don't know if that's the right word, but let's say hi to our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. If you head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Head over to the NHL and Team Futures. There's some pretty good odds going on with three of the biggest favorites in this year's NHL Stanley Cup playoffs being eliminated early on. We now see the Maple Leafs sitting atop the NHL championship odds. You look at the Oilers next, the Dallas Stars, and Vegas. Those round out your top four. While you have the underdog Seattle Kraken sitting at plus 2,000. Some pretty good odds out there. Make sure to head over, check it out, 
and place whoever you think is going to win the Stanley Cup. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050. Or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Let's face it, with coffees starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, and our bank accounts somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate, or dupe, is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on, Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. With my student loans catching up to me, I head to Raycon.com. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those more big-name tech brands out there. Raycon knows in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product production insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and a flat fee international shipping. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. My three favorite components of the Raycon earbud, the earbud's tap functions, noise isolation, and awareness mode. When I'm in the gym and my partner won't shut up, I just pop those bad boys into noise isolation and go to work. Go to buyraycon.com THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Chase, any sports bets currently logged on the old draft book? Not at the moment. Something will end up coming um, today. I I didn't bet on this first game just because I I thought about hammering New Jersey, but I don't know. They just didn't look very good. Can they keep that magic going? I don't know. But something will be coming up here in, in the next few. I don't know. I, I tried looking for, um, like, the, the, like bet on the Kentucky Derby yesterday. Because I kind of forgot I was yesterday. So, I was like, ooh, let's see if I can do this really quickly. Like, 10, 15 minutes before the race. I didn't see it on DraftKings. I didn't see it on other sports books. Um, I tried looking up. And apparently, I had to sign up through, like, some like specific like app. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing all that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not digging my support for my boys at drafting. So we're, we're gonna, we're just gonna not bet on this one. Absolutely. Uh, I gotta say, I think the next thing I will be betting on is my team's in fantasy football when it comes around. Cause uh, as you know, 
the old sports book hasn't treated me too well as of recent, and uh, I'd have to dump a couple more dollars in there if I want to continue betting. So I think right now uh, we're at a decent spot where I can take a little break. Once I win all of our fantasy leagues, then dump a little bit of that in the sports book. Sure. Yeah, you're def- you're definitely going to win all of our leagues. Yeah, that, that's absolutely what's going to happen. You know. Yep. Yep. I, definitely. Yep. I've been absolutely pumped because able to go out there, go get Josh Allen and George Kittle on a tight end premium league. Uh, really going to open my window a little bit uh, sooner here, and I'm still trying to make a couple moves. Uh, I reached out to Buckles about a couple of players. Reached out to some other guys as well, and. Um, right now it's a little bit silent on the forefront. I put a, uh, a message in the sleeper app there and said, Hey, if anyone's wants any picks, I'm down to negotiate. And if nothing comes, then that's fine. I'm totally cool taking picks. Um, right now, still a little confused on who to take at the 12. I'm kind of between three guys and luckily it doesn't seem like our draft's going to be any time soon. So I'll be able to kind of just keep an eye on these guys while going through camp. Yeah, it sucks that's so far away because I've already begun semi-rookie drafts. I got another one beginning tonight. Um, so I, I definitely want these things rolling as quick as possible. But you definitely got some time to think about it, which is, which is good for you, I know, because I know you've got those, those those questions, comments, concerns, you know. But we'll see. I, I'm sure you'll end up making at least one trade out of one of those spots. Like You'll get to a point where it's like, I, I just I don't know. And, and you'll, you'll trade something away, even if it's only one pick. I'm, I'm, I assume one's coming. Yeah, I, I've been trying. And... Uh... It's not for a lack of effort. Uh, I'm I'm not getting. Well, I'm getting a little bit from from Buckholtz, but he says he doesn't want to completely tear down his roster uh, the very first year. Which I'm like, all right, fair enough. Uh, I'd have to offer more, which I'm not sure I'm ready to quite yet. Uh, and then other people just not getting counters. So I don't know if they don't want picks. They're not interested in negotiating for those specific players or what it is. But uh, that's fine too. Yeah, you, you never know. Some of these guys, they're, they're, they're a little little weird in our league. All right, back to hockey. Let's talk about the Rangers as they and George Gallant, they part ways. Um, it says it's mutual, but it kind of feels like uh, the Rangers weren't very happy with their playoff performance. Yeah, and I can understand because they went out and they added, you know, grabbed the guy like Patrick Kane. They were expecting to go on a run, but they fall short to New Jersey in kind of a choking type of fashion. So, I can get the anger, frustration on their end, and kind of mutually parting ways. I'd assume Gallant gets another job somewhere. These coaches kind of kind of keep rolling through all the time, and he is a very good coach. I think he's someone that's going to have or has had success and can eventually get himself over that hump with whoever it might be. So I imagine he's going to get get another job somewhat soon, and I'm interested to see who they end up hiring. I can't remember. Was Gallant the uh, the former Vegas coach? Yeah, that uh, you were interested in possibly going to Detroit. Uh, right. Yes, I was okay. Vegas coach, Florida coach. Um, you know, the, the one that was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to the airport in a cab when I got fired. Ah, right. Yeah, of course. Uh, all right. Let's talk, talk about some uh, award finalists. We've got the Norris and the Jack Adams to talk about. Yeah. So the three finalists that we have for the Norris, we have Adam Fox, Kale McCarr, and then of course, Eric Carlson, who I think he's kind of the lock to win at this point. He had a hell of a run this season. I mean, he kind of, kind of dominated from the beginning, slowed down a little bit, but still, like he, he was just, he was just so good, man. It, it's a shame that you know he he didn't um, 
you know, get get because at some point it looked like, oh, maybe this guy's going to lead the league in scoring because he's just dominating. Obviously, that wasn't going to happen from the back end. McDavid went on quite a round, so he was nowhere near him. But it would have been cool to see him, you know, maybe get even the 30-goal range for, for defense. But still breaking 100 points is absolutely huge. So 25 goals, 76 points, or 76 says 101 points on the year. Uh, just crazy numbers. It's a shame that he was just stuck on San Jose, though. But I can't imagine anybody else winning it. Yeah, I agree. Eric Carlson, fantastic. Uh, these other two guys played extremely well also. And I think that when we talked about the awards heading into the postseason, those were the three names that we mentioned. And again, we said Carlson likely the winner. So it, it feels like we're kind of just spot on. I'm not sure if uh, uh, whoever was putting together the finalists, if they've been listening to the Bolts broadcast or what, but uh, right now, I feel like we're six for six on award finalists. I I think we are. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. But I mean, they're, they're definitely listening to us. Like everyone listens to us. You know, we're, we're the bees knees. Of course. And the Jack Adams, who are we seeing there? So there, there's an obvious winner here. So the, it just they have to name three people. So, so you know, uh, Dave Hackstall and Lindy Ruff were, of course, the two other ones that were named because they had great seasons, kind of good come around years with San Jose and New Jersey, but Jim Montgomery is going to get every single vote for first place. 65 wins for the Boston Bruins carried them to that incre- impressive regular season and postseason. Um, it, it does not matter when it comes to the Jack Adams award. So even though his team fell a little short in postseason, they dominated the regular season. So that's just, that's his award. He's won it. Move on. Yeah. And unfortunately I think that we are now seven for nine on finalists because we didn't mention anyone outside of Montgomery because of how runaway this award really was. Well, because it, it, it didn't even matter. It really yeah. didn't. If I had to pick someone, yeah, I would have had Lindy Ruff in this, and I wouldn't know who I went for third. So I guess Hackstall makes sense. But like it, it was so obvious, just Jim Montgomery. What, what was even the point? Yeah, when you're breaking records, how do you not go with Jim Montgomery? Exactly. All right, finally, we've got the draft lottery tomorrow. Uh, one of the most exciting 30-minute shows. It really is reality TV uh, and I can't wait to watch it. And then, of course, that will kick off all of the draft coverage that we start to see. So very excited for that. What are we looking at? Yeah, so we'll, we'll end up seeing what happens. Um, I, I really... I, I, I really don't know what to expect here because sometimes it feels like the, um, you know, like the league kind of raises these types of things because, you know, I, I understand the extent. You, you want to keep markets alive. Um, you kind of like... You look at you know Pittsburgh for example. Back when they got Sidney Crosby, they were a team that just filed for bankruptcy. They were struggling, um, but Mary Lemieux gets on board as an owner after after that bankruptcy. They luckily get you know Sidney Crosby in a complete lucky lottery that um, happened after the after the lockout, just kind of based on nothing because there was no standings. So th- those types of things they, they seem to happen. So it'll be interesting to see if they maybe kind of force up a team like I don't know Columbus, who you know someone that. It's a team that's been struggling for a while. Maybe they could use a star like that. But right now, what we're kind of looking at here is the number one team in terms of percentile. Um, sorry, I don't know what the hell's going on, on my phone here. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks, though, they finished last place in the league. 18.5% getting that first overall pick. Columbus Blue Jackets sit at 13.5. Chicago, 11.5. Um, San Jose, 9.5. Montreal, 8.5. So on, so on, so on. All the way down to... The lowest odds, Calgary, only have a half percent chance of winning the lottery. So it'll be interesting to see who gets the right to choose Connor, Connor Bedard. It'll be cool having, um, you know, getting to start seeing him in wherever he goes, whichever you know team wins this. You'll see all sorts of 
kind of jersey con- not not jersey console but jersey swaps online so say if you know seattle wins it which they're not going to obviously but this is the first one that came to my brain because i saw netted him like a year ago in it um you know you'd see him see him swapped into that jersey um and those are those are always cool to see so just keep your eye out you know I, i'm gonna make my prediction here and i'm gonna say that the San Jose sharks win it yeah and my guess is that they're probably gonna have Connor bedard on the show as well at least tsn show yeah. um and they'll talk to him ask him about the the prospects of potentially going to blank and what he thinks about that and of course he'll give the um smart yet cliche answer of oh that'd be great you know blah 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 but I pulled up Tankathon because I wanted to do a live lottery sim here on the show. You said San Jose. I'm going to go with whatever Tankathon tells me. Here we go. One sim. Oh, boy. Okay. First overall pick goes to the Anaheim Ducks. The second overall pick goes to the Washington Capitals. Oh, don't don't let them get a free Adam Fantilli like that. No, no. <laughs> and then we go Columbus, Chicago, San Jose, Montreal, Arizona, and so on as the draft yeah. order does. Um, I'm gonna do it. One more. Never mind. Never mind. The first one was better. Give me the first one. Did hey, you get Philly for the second one. I did. The third one has Detroit one and Philly second. See, that'd be a fun one right there because Detroit Connor Bedard will go in and rejuvenate original six franchise. And then number two, Adam Fantilli goes into what's kind of a perfect fit for him in terms of his style, his build, and what Philly wants. So, like, those are two that, w- that would make sense in terms of the players and kind of their identities, what they need. So, if that happens, definitely won't mind. You know, I kind of like the idea of seeing one of the lottery winners coming from one of the, like, bottom five or six teams, moving up 10 spots, but not necessarily uh, enough to jump up to get your Mishkov, your Fantilli, your Bedard. I w- I'd be interested in seeing something like that and then – uh, who knows? Maybe uh, the other one either moves to second, first, whatever it might be. But uh, nonetheless, the draft lottery, one of my favorite uh, television 30 minute um, dramas that uh, is on TV every year. Oh, it's great. It's awesome. All right, let's finish it off with hockey name of the day. We've got old Toby Sang Sangbongse. Sangbongse. Can, can you say say that one more time, what you said? Toby Sengvokse. Sengvokse. There you go. I, you're, you're, you know, you're struggling. You keep saying everything each time. But but you're you're kind of close in your best one. So Toby, of course, then it's Sengvokse. Sengvokse. So it's kind of like the like the X of the K. So Toby Sengvokse, he is a 26-year-old uh, defenseman. He is a Canadian or American. Excuse me, I don't know the hell it's a Canadian. He's staring right at the flag. But... Played um, the last couple of years at Gustavo's Held Office College. It's in uh, NCAA Division Three school. He recently signed in the SPHL, played 13 games, uh, had one assist. So if you don't know the SPHL, it's a minor pro league here in um, in the United States. It began as the Southern Professional Leagues, but, you know, more and more there's teams that are kind of more than just, just the South. But a solid league, um, someone that we'll see if he continues playing pro. Maybe he'll continue playing in that level. Maybe he'll go overseas. I don't know. We'll see. But. Not anybody that's going to pop up on any international level, um, unless maybe goes to plays in a smaller country and plays for their international team, but not really a name that you're going to be seeing in, in hockey uh, anytime soon, really. Well, regardless, shout out to old Toby here on Hockey Name of the Day. That's going to do it for the episode. I want to thank you so much for coming out and giving it a listen. Chase, if you would, hit us with an outro. 
As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast. It's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. It's at HockeyPodNet. Well, right, I go follow WNP on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. This WNP Sports Pod. Make sure to go to the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You can find all the pods in the network right there. Boom, click the logo. That's an easy piece of lemon squeezy. Whatever you're doing, latest, rate us five stars. Send us your questions, comments, concerns. That'd be great. Do not forget to support our friends over at DraftKings and Recon. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.